This is the Marketing for Learning podcast, the only podcast in the world committed to enabling and empowering the capabilities of L&D through marketing. It's quite possibly the best podcast you'll ever listen to today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marketing for Learning podcast. It's Hannah here with you today, and I want to talk to you about a team that makes every l and roll their eyes. Whenever I mention the internal comms team to any l and in any kind of project, they're like, oh, really? So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about whether internal comms are a friend or foe to l and and give you some tips on how you can best work with your colleagues in the internal comms team when you're implementing your marketing for learning projects. So first things first, what is the purpose of an internal comms team? That will help us get a good gist on what they're doing and how we can work with them. So according to the UK Civil Service website, An internal comms function is there to help leaders in your department or agency inform and engage employees in a way which motivates staff to maximise their performance and deliver the business strategy most effectively. I don't know about you, but I think that sounds strangely similar to what L&D are trying to do, especially when we think about things like maximizing performance and delivering things for the business effectively. Isn't that what the ultimate end goal of an L&D team is? So with two teams that have very similar objectives, why do internal comms and L&D seem to butt heads so often? I think there's a few reasons why every l and I talk to gives me the same reaction when I talk about internal comms. And of course, yes, I am generalizing, but at least 99 times out of 100, I do get an eye roll when internal comms is mentioned. And that's because they can often be a blocker. They often say no to us, don't they? So instead of being children and throwing our toys out the pram, let's think about why they're blocking us. Why are they stopping us doing what we want to do? I think the first reason that we really have to address, understand and accept is that the internal comms team are also part of our learner cohort. And if you're struggling with learner engagement and you're struggling to get your people involved with your learning, that also includes the employees that work in the internal comms team. If they think learning is just boring, mandatory, compliant stuff that they're forced to do by L&D, HR, their boss, whoever, they're not going to be that inclined to help you, are they? They're probably going to come at it with an opinion of, oh, people don't want to get involved with this, so I'm not going to give you my time and effort because why bother? It's not going to work. But then when we do have internal comms teams that kind of accept what we're doing and, okay, yep, we need to market our learning, that makes sense, they want to do it themselves. They get a bit touchy. They're a bit like, oh, well, actually, that's my role. So why are you doing it? Why are you doing this marketing for learning thing when I can just do my internal comms thing? And with that, they don't really understand the intricacies that come with L&D, do they? We need to make sure as L&D professionals that our offering is being spoken about in the right way and that we're targeting the right people. 
how they segment their employee cohort is likely to be very different from your learner personas. They might segment just on job title, and that's fine for what they're trying to do. But for what we're trying to do, we're trying to evoke emotions and get into people's career aspirations and life goals and what gets them out of bed in the morning. We're going to have to target slightly different segments. And finally, I think L&D roll their eyes when we talk about internal comms because they're known as the team that say no at the sign-off stage. It's completely unfair. Internal comms don't just say no at the fi- at like the final stage once everyone's put in loads of effort. And actually, I think this is a bit of a fault with L&D teams. We don't get them involved until that final f- sign-off stage and we think, oh, we should probably let them see this before we put it out. And then it turns out that actually there's something in there that doesn't align with their internal comms strategy. Internal comms strategy, much like your learning strategy, much like marketing strategies, much like any business strategy, comes from a place of understanding an audience. So there will be a reason why they're saying no. They're not just saying no because they're big bad meanies and they don't want you to do something. There's a reasoning behind it. But if you leave it to the final moment to get them involved, you just feel like it's a personal attack. So I think we can understand why we all feel a certain way when we think about internal comms and we see them as a blocker. But I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think that needs to be the case. In my opinion, internal comms teams can and should be a friend to the L&D team, especially L&D teams that are starting out with their marketing for learning efforts. So here's three reasons I think you should befriend your internal comms team. Firstly, we always start by talking about a marketing mindset. We say that L&D need to adopt a marketing mindset to get the most out of what they're doing, to engage their audiences and so on and so forth. Your internal comms team has that mindset. They are internally marketing to your employees. They already have their audience front of mind and their audience is the same audience as yours. You can learn a lot from them. They can remind you of all the good stuff that you're hearing here and you're trying to apply. They're a good sounding board for some ideas. They've done this before and they've got a marketing mindset. You can learn a lot from the internal comms team if you befriend them. The second reason... I think you should befriend your internal comms team is because they face the challenges that you are about to face. I would never sit here and say that marketing for learning is, you know, super easy. Everyone can do it. If you follow these rules, you're going to get 100% engagement rate every single time. Marketing isn't like that. Marketing really depends on your audience, how you do things. Sometimes it goes down to like the real nitty gritty of the time of the day you send an email. The entire purpose of your internal comms team is to communicate with your employees. So they've probably sent an email at the wrong time and got no reaction to it. They've probably tried different tactics and they know whether it works or not. They can help you start your marketing learning journey from a place of knowledge, a place of research, a place of data rather than starting completely from scratch based on your own assumptions and your own marketing knowledge. They're leveling you up here and they can really, really help you hit the ground running. 
And the third reason I think you should befriend your internal comms team is because they can amplify your message and vice versa. The internal comms team have a real holistic view of what's going on in your organization. So they can help you make sure that your messaging and strap lines and things like that don't clash with anything else going on in the organization. They can make sure you're not planning to do a huge launch event on, I don't know, a day that the half of the organization is going to be an exhibition. They can make sure that your campaign strategies and plans are aligned with what the organization is doing. They have a great deal of influence. And if you befriend them, they can absolutely help reinforce your message. Let's be honest. I know there's not an L&D listening to this that actually thinks we should just ignore the internal comms team and their whole purpose is to just to make our life difficult. I know you know that isn't the case. I know you just find it a little bit frustrating at times. So I'm going to give you some top tips on how you can best work with this internal comms team because they really should be your friend. So here are my top tips to getting the most from working with internal comms. Firstly, business partnering. This one actually doesn't just apply to internal comms. It applies to almost every department in your organization. You need to befriend people in other teams. You need to get to know these people. You need to know what their objectives are, what their goals are. Not only will that help your learner personas, but it will also really help you understand who does what, how you can help other people and how they can help you. If you rock up to go and talk to the head of internal comms that you've never spoken to, you've actively ignored because you've lived in your little L&D silo, they're not going to be as inclined to help you. So my first tip is to make sure you've already built a relationship with them. And if you haven't, start building it today. My second tip is to get internal comms involved at the start. When we're doing marketing for learning projects, we always include internal comms team as a stakeholder. So when we're doing our discovery phase, we talk to them. We find out their sentiments to learning. We find out what we can and we can't do. We find out that information before we even start thinking of ideas. We see if there's a playbook we need to go along with. We see if there's brand guidelines or anything like that. We test the waters and we can see where we can push boundaries, but we find out all that information up front. Get them involved right at the start. This is a great way of stopping them getting involved at stages you don't want them to because you're giving them a chance to be heard. You're letting them say their piece and then it's up to you to make sure whatever you come up with goes along with what they say. Another tip is to actually not just then ignore them until launch date. Get them involved midway through. I worked with a client last year and we rebranded their entire learning function. We created a learning brand for them. And we thought we ticked every single box on the internal comms branding checklist. Like, yep, they'll be happy with this. But let's just check before we go too far. Before we create everything, let's just check with this one contact in internal comms that we got on very well with. Well, it turned out we'd actually made the logo a color that they've said you cannot change the color of this logo. So you could either do it like this or like that. She helped us come up with a solution and actually it looked really good in the end. But because we got her involved at that point, we didn't have to make loads and loads and loads of amends 
it was changed and it was approved before we got too far down the line. And then lastly, give them final sign-off. Internal comms are the custodians of anything that goes out internally, aren't they? If you get an email and it's from somebody in the internal comms team, you know that that's kind of from the business. So if you're kind of treading on their toes a bit and you've got that feeling that they're like, oh, why are they doing this? Why can't I do it? Give them that permission to say, yep, I like that. And if you followed the previous two bits of advice, so getting them involved up front and getting them involved midway through, you know you're going to get approval at the end. But we're just working with these people. We're not assuming. We're giving them a chance to voice their opinions and say what they need to say. We're giving them a chance to make sure we're not breaking any of the rules. But lastly, my final tip is do not let it become designed by committee. You know what you're trying to do with your marketing for learning efforts. You know your your target audience. You know that your learner personas represent specific parts of your audience that you want to target. You need to make sure you're hearing a range of opinions, not just from internal comms. But then when you come up with a solution and a marketing tactic or strategy that you think is really going to work, you have to pitch it to them. It's essentially saying, this is what we're doing and this is why. Never forget the why. People will be curious. They want to understand. The more they understand and the more they understand the why, the less likely they are to push back. I think it's really clear that I don't think internal comms are a foe to L&D. I think they should be our friends. I think there is fault on both parts. I think sometimes as LNDers, we like to just shove our head in the sand and pretend it's not happening. And then we get annoyed when things go wrong at the last minute. I think we need to learn to partner with internal comms. I think that is the only way we're going to get real impact from our marketing for learning. If you don't partner with this team, you're going to have a real uphill struggle to get your marketing seen and heard in the way it deserves to be. So next time somebody says to you, let's get the internal comms team involved, I hope you don't roll your eyes as much. I hope you know that these people are there to serve the organization in the same way you are there too. You knew that already though, didn't you? Just think about how you can partner with them better. We've all been there. We've all struggled. We've all had that final no when it's just a little bit too late and you're gutted. But if you get them involved up front, you let them have their opinions and their voices heard. If you play by the rules they've given you and you try to push boundaries in the right way, you will get more impact from your marketing for learning, which ultimately helps us reach that end goal of better learner engagement. This has been a slightly different podcast to the ones I've recorded recently, but I hope it's given you a lot to think about and maybe some tips on how you can just do things a little differently next time and make your own life a little bit easier. I'll be back later in the week with another podcast episode, but I want to bring your attention to our first ever live podcast recording that we will be doing on the 21st of February. At 3pm UK time, you guys can work out the time difference, I always get that wrong. 
Ashley and I will be hosting a live podcast recording and you can join us. We'll also be joined by two industry heavyweights, Ed from the LPI and Serena from Software One. Both of these individuals have such a wealth of knowledge in the world of learning, and we're going to be discussing L&D's role in the employee value proposition. If you want to join us, I'll put the link in the show notes. I really hope to see you there. I'm really, really excited, and I've been practicing my big brother voice like, you are live on the Marketing for Learning podcast. Please do not swear. If you want to come and listen to our live podcast, get involved, ask the questions that you want to ask live on the podcast. We'd love for you to join us. I hope to see you there, but if not, I'll see you on the next podcast, guys. 